From Finance and Commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers. I'm David Bolander, editor of Finance and Commerce. Thanks so much for joining. Beyond the Skyline is sponsored by Ironmark Building Company. Whether it's a new luxury apartment building in the North Loop or expanding the community in the suburbs, Ironmark builds quality projects for discerning clients. Ironmark's foundation is built on a culture of collaboration with clients and projects that stand the test of time. Talk to Ironmark's award-winning team about your next construction project today. Go to ironmarkbuildingco.com. In this episode, Jason Haugen, Vice President of Real Estate at Canterbury Park Development, talks to FNC reporter Brian Johnson. Under Haugen's watch, about $200 million of development has been completed or announced by Canterbury. Haugen talks about ongoing development at Canterbury Commons, the impact of COVID on the development, and how his undergraduate geology studies morphed into a career in commercial real estate. All right. Well, I'm pleased to be joined by Jason Haugen. Uh, he is the new vice president of real estate for Canterbury Park Development. And um, Jason has been around for a while, served as director of real estate development since January 2019 at Canterbury. And in this role has overseen ongoing development of Canterbury Commons, a 140-acre site which surrounds Canterbury Park, including working with state and local agencies to secure necessary permitting. And to date, and under his supervision, more than $200 million worth of total development has been completed and or announced. Um, Jason, thanks for joining me. How are you doing today? I'm doing uh, great, uh, Brian. Thanks for having me on your, uh, on your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about your new role. Um, I understand you're recently named Vice President of Real Estate for Canterbury Park. Talk a little bit about that and how long have you been in, in that role? So I joined, <clears throat> excuse me, joined the team in uh, January of t- uh, 2019. And, uh, you know, that was a great opportunity for me. I, uh, I really, uh, you know, was uh, gravitating towards uh, this uh this position here at Canterbury because it would, you know, I had the ability to um, look at this, the development as a piece of clay. There was a lot of opportunity to get creative, um, really make an impact on what the uh, programming was going to be for Canterbury and, uh, you know, what that, what those culture creating uses were going to be. And, uh, you know, when I joined the team, there was, uh, you know, a number of great, um, um, elements uh, for a you know a great project. We had uh, you know, some TIF uh, through the uh, city of Shakopee, and we had some some road infrastructure just straight away happening. And uh, we had a development partner in uh, Doran uh, Properties Group uh, for a, a 321 uh, unit apartment building. And so that was really uh, you know a catalyst uh, for getting the development going. And uh, from there. Um, you know, we just, uh, you know, built upon, you know, one success after the other and, uh, you know, really, you know, worked on getting, making this up, uh, you know, a place to live. And, uh, you know, to date we have, uh, you know, nearly, uh, 900 apartment uh, units and, 
you know, multi, we have uh, townhomes out here, 109 townhomes. And uh, so it's, uh, you know, the good news is people want to live out here. And uh, so we're just getting started on on that part. And we have some entertainment uh, options for the people who are living out here now. So lots to celebrate. And uh, uh, it's a terrific opportunity. I'm uh, very appreciative to uh, Canterbury to, uh, you know, promote me and uh, recognize my efforts out here. And since your promotion, does that change your job duties much or is it still pretty much your same duties that you've had since 2019 or how, how has that changed? I wouldn't say there's uh, too much uh, change in, in terms of uh, duties. I think it's more of a, you know, a reinforcement or, a, you know, confidence and, and, um, and that what we're doing and we've got a good team here and uh, we've created some, uh, some new development. We've uh, you know, the, there's a lot of deal flow happening even today. And uh, so, you know, my job is to execute on those really neat ideas and, you know, find out what neighbor needs to be next to this neighbor and, and really, you know, think about this in terms of a, you know, master developer. So I really enjoy that. And, uh, you know, we're just getting started on some of this. Yeah. And as you mentioned, the 900 units, um, either in the pipeline or completed, where where are we at with that right now and how many can you break that down how many are completed or and how many are still to come sure so you know initially with the triple crown apartments uh, with uh the uh, with doran we're in a partnership with uh, doran on that uh, phase one it's 321 units in that first phase it's leased up uh we're working on the second phase it's in construction right now we're uh, hoping those to be, you know, online uh, sometime in the um, um, late summer, early fall uh, time period. We also are in construction with uh, um, uh, T.E. Miller. Uh, that's a, a partnership between Greystone Construction, um, T.E. Miller, and uh, Canterbury, and that's 150 units. I'm, I'm 153 units. I'm Missing a few there, but uh, they're uh, uh, on the. It's a four-story building. They're uh, framing it right now, and they're in the their third story right now. They're hoping that senior apartment project uh, would be online um, here, uh, same time period around late uh, early uh, fall, late summer. Um, okay. and in, addition the, in addition to that, we have a um, a senior cooperative project. We sold the land to. Um, a group and they've uh, branded it Ar Artessa. And so the, the developers lifestyle communities and that'd be an age restricted uh, uh, project. Uh, there's um, uh, getting deposits for that project right now. They're hopeful to start in the spring and that lives like a condo. It's, uh, you know, if uh, and then that in addition to our townhomes uh, with Pulte, 109 townhomes. So we've gotten kind of all the different kind of live you know, everything lives like a condo, apartment building, senior apartments, and uh, for sale uh, townhomes. So any mm -hmm. kind of uh, housing product is out there. And so we got a lot of options for people. And uh, I'm uh, my job now is to make this as the most livable place uh, that I can with uh, some culture creating uses. We got some uh, uh, a brewery and a restaurant, Bravi's. Uh, modern uh, talk, uh, street food, and uh, Badger Hill is a, a project we just broke ground on a month ago. So uh, mm -hmm. getting started on those culture-creating uses, and uh, that's obviously a great place for 
uh, to have some social collisions with your neighbor and to meet some people or creating a community out here. Yeah, and what's the status of the uh, amphitheater? I understand that Swervo um, Development is doing that, and uh, where where is that? Uh, what is the status of that now? So uh, this is would be a land sale uh, uh, for Canterbury. We'd be selling the land mm-hmm. uh, to Swervo Development uh, for the creation of this uh, nineteen thousand music uh, outdoor music amphitheater. And so we have, uh, a, we're scheduled to close here uh, uh, right around Thanksgiving. And uh, we have uh, uh, construction would be starting uh, shortly thereafter, a lot of uh, grading and, uh, you know, that kind of activity with the uh, expectation that um, in May of 24, we would be uh, seeing some live music. Okay. Entitlements are uh, complete with the city. And uh, so we're really excited. We're thrilled, in fact. Uh, to have this use out of Canterbury. Um, it's, uh, again, one of those culture-creating uses, and uh, we really believe this to be a, a catalyst for a, a, you know, a much larger entertainment district. So there'll be more, more announcements, more, more things to come uh, following this amphitheater. But uh, what a great uh, platform here to, uh, to create a, a best-in-class destination. And you, you've had concerts and things like that out there in the past, right? But this is kind of taking it to another level. Sounds like that's right. I think that's why this was an attractive site uh, uh, for an amphitheater. We've done music out here. We've had uh, music in the infield. Our facility manager's got a you know a picture of uh, you know uh, um, it looks like about twenty thousand people on the inside of the infield for a. Uh, um, um, a concert some time ago. I think it was a Bob Dylan concert, in fact. And so it's uh, we got a long history. We got great infrastructure, 360 degrees around the track. We're making improvements to the to the roads and uh, and uh, with uh, signage and wayfinding. And uh, so we're set up real nice for a uh, uh, for a music amphitheater. Okay, what has it been like working with the city and all these projects? You know, it's been great. We got a great partnership in in the in the city of Shakopee. They they're real, they're a big cheerleader for uh, Canterbury. We've been, you know, an entertainment destination for some time. And uh, when we you know discussed uh, you know the opportunity of an amphitheater, uh, you know, they were uh, very supportive of that, and you know wanted to do the due diligence around whether that was a good idea. We went through a very exhaustive um, you know uh, process uh, to get to this point. Uh, but uh, that, uh, in addition to all our multifamily and the restaurants that we have going on here, this is their vision too. This is, you know, we're zoned, um, you know, major recreation. And uh, really, there's there's just not too many uh, uses that don't fit within this development. We have, you know, live, work, play, and stay opportunities here. So we are ecstatic about the opportunity to, um, you know, uh, deliver on our promise to make this an entertainment destination. Yeah, it's quite a transformation from what it was, you know, just a few years ago. When you think about, like you said, it's kind of a blank canvas out there. And now uh, things are really moving along and um, still more to come. Uh, what what can you say about that? How has that been? What has it been like working just sort of from the ground up on this effort? Well, you know, it's, it's uh, Brian, it's, it's uh, really uh, uh, every day is different out here. I, you know, we feel that, you know, lots of different meetings, 
here, a lot of entertainment uh, type uses and uh, really just trying to find that right fit. And it's a little bit art and a little bit science trying to figure out, uh, you know, how does this work? And some, there's been some great uh, things that have come across the desk. And uh, as we think about, uh, you know, the, we have a few different development nodes out here in Canada. <laughs> I'm, um, you know, even getting some deal flow today on, on some really uh, interesting uses. And so it's, uh, it's different. It's, uh, it's a little bit, like I said, a piece of clay and trying to figure out, to, hey, wouldn't that be great? If we, you know, this would be a good neighbor to this neighbor. And uh, wow, one plus one equals three in this, uh, in this scenario. I'm, I'm envisioning some, um, some restaurant clusters, you know, restaurant and bar clusters. I'm envisioning you know, even some music, uh, you know, a little bit of a music ecosystem, our development partners or end users you know, are, are thinking about, wow, we'd like to have a little stage here in our, in our, our brewery or, if, you know, there's others that have uh, kind of come to the fore here, which are sort of recognizing this music as, a, as really a part of the DNA of this project. And so mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but I'm, I'm excited to hear it as a fan of music. And I'm you know, I think, uh, you know, others would uh, would agree that, uh, you know, it's been a long time coming for, you know, getting together and celebrating and hearing some music. And uh, um, I, I'm excited about that for, um, you know, our city. Yeah, we missed those big get togethers during the pandemic, of course. And, you know, speaking of that, you you came on board as director of real estate development in January 2019. And just about a year later, we were hit with all that chaos with the COVID and everything. How did that impact uh, development there, and kind of what you what you do at uh, Canterbury? Well, first, it was frightening. You know, I got a you know it was very frightening. You know, there was a, our business shut down. Um, you know, uh, restaurants, uh, including our own our own business, was shut down, and so. I was, you know, scratching my head and, uh, you know, thinking about, you know, how is this going to affect our, our development partners, partners' decisions to move ahead. And uh, fortunately, we had a lot of confidence that, uh, hey, well, these projects are good projects. Let's, you know, keep trucking along. They're, they, they take a long time, Brian. And, uh, uh, you know, a lot of time is invested and, in, you know, a lot of money is invested in these pursuit costs, trying to, you know, work with the, the city on the entitlements. And uh, we were very fortunate. Uh, to move ahead with a number of our developments. And uh, so uh, here we are, you're coming out the other side and, uh, and uh, we got more and more is to come. Yeah. What, uh, what you, you talked a little bit about the mix of housing that you're doing out there. Was that intentional from the get go that you really wanted a variety of got some seniors some townhomes, traditional apartments. Um, was that, was that, planned out from the get-go that you really wanted a, a, a variety yeah i think that's part of the art and the, and the science as i mentioned below is we wanted to um um you know n- try not to compete with ourselves we don't want to we want to kind of time these projects out so that uh you know project a is not competing with project b but you know really what uh we led with was you know let's find some you know great development partners let's start with good design who does great projects and uh I tell you what, that is a theme that's really carried through. If uh, you know, I encourage your uh, listeners and your readers to to come out to Canterbury because there is a lot of development. There's six cranes out here, and uh, uh, people are kind of um, you know 
uh, kind of floored when they see, you know, wow, that's a, an attractive project. And uh, so we've really uh, um, kind of raised the bar and uh, uh, we're excited about this, uh, this development. It's got some unique branding elements, you know, being near a horse racing track and uh, it's, you know, I call it a little bit of agrarian elements, you know, a little bit open space, a little bit, uh, you know, while on my, on my walk, I could see a, you know, horse, uh, you know, training in the morning with the, with the, the jockey and the trainers. And so that's just a unique experience and, uh, you know, one of a kind that's, you know, really that's what uh, attracted me the most to, to, you know, this opportunity is, wow, you really get to uh, make an impact here on, on a development with something unique like horse racing. And I don't care who you are, uh, when you see a horse, you have a reaction and, and, uh, you know, coming from, um, you know, a neighboring state here in North Dakota, that was something we took for granted, you know, seeing some of those things as, uh, when you're living in the city and, uh, and you're an urban dweller, you kind of miss those things. Well, you know, we, I think we can, we can have a little bit of mix out here and, uh, we've been studying, um, horse racing tracks around the world. And, uh, I think we are a leader in uh, development, um, in and around a track. Yeah, and you mentioned North Dakota. I see from your little bio here that you uh, are a graduate from University of North Dakota, where you got a, a, a BS in geology. How did you go from geology to real estate development? It's a great question. I don't. It was a very circuitous path, I guess I would put it that way. But at the end of the day, I was, you know, worked for engineering firms. I, you know, I really liked working on, uh, you know, contaminated properties and, you know, those were our clients and, you know, brownfield sites. And, uh, you know, I could see my way around a construction project and we had some large earth moving uh, projects and, uh, you know, got, uh, you know, rub elbows with a few uh, developers along the way. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, you know, went back to school, uh, went to the University of St. Thomas and, you know, started in their master's in real estate program and, uh, you know, ended up with an MBA um, at St. Thomas. And I, you know, Brian, I just, you know, what I did is I just networked my face off and uh, mm -hmm. I really uh, gravitated to this line of work. Uh, I think I'm, I think I'm the kind of the right mix between kind of, uh, you know, left brain and right brain. And, uh, and I certainly get to, you know, scratch that, uh, you know, that creative itch out here and uh, uh, truly enjoy the opportunity. Yeah, St. Thomas, uh, you know, uh, you know, Herb Powsley did a great job building up that real estate program out there. And um, so I, I can't think of St. Thomas without thinking about Herb and uh, what what he did with real estate. I don't know if you ever got to know him, but um, I, I sure did. I, a great, uh, a great man and, a, you know, a, a great uh, real estate, you know, all star in real estate here in our in our uh, market and, uh, you know, a, a great teacher and uh you know, I still remember some of these, uh, you know, learning about land gradients and rent gradients. And, uh, you know, I think he was, uh, you know, a phenomenal, um, you know, asset for St. Thomas and, uh, you know, the, all the young uh, kind of next generation of, uh, uh, you know, students of the real estate game were really appreciative to, you know, veterans like uh, Herb Towsley. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what, uh you know, Herb always kept his finger on the pulse of what was going on in the industry. What is what are your thoughts of kind of your outlook for multifamily development in the Twin Cities and beyond? Um, you know, I, I know we've seen a real dip in single family housing starts. Multifamily seems to be holding up a little bit better. But uh, what what are your thoughts? 
You know, I think it's, uh, you know, uh, you know, I like to think of Canterbury, you know, site specific projects. And, you know, I mm-hmm. think the, the projects that are going to do well are the ones that are, you know, have some uniqueness to them, some authenticity to them and uh, where you can provide some experiences. I'm, you know, these amenities that are within these buildings. Um, my wife and I were fortunate enough to, you know, I took a job assignment prior to Canterbury and, and, uh, you know, lived in an apartment with a lot of amenities. And it's just like, you never are going to build that in your house. I mean, these pools and these, uh, you know, um, you just the, the ways that you can get together and meet your neighbors. It's quite an experience. And I think, you know, the renters by choice model is, uh, is real. And, uh, you know, it's not like the old days where, uh, you know, there was some sort of a kind of knock for renting or something like that. That's not at all the case anymore. I think people are enjoy the flexibility. And um, so I think, uh, you know, to answer your question, I think there's, uh, you know, some ramp on on multifamily, especially out here at Canterbury. I see, you know, hundreds more uh, multifamily units coming online because, as I mentioned at the uh, beginning of our our visit here, you know, people want to live out here. And uh, um, I'm I think we can put some very unique elements into our development that are attractive to, uh, you know, people. Um, I'm hopeful to put in some, you know, a plaza, for example, south of the amphitheater. Well, you know, no decision on that, but I see um, some some outdoor elements, some some programming. Canterbury is a an operator, um, an entertainment operator. I think we can we have a great opportunity to put some really you know different um, experiences out here uh, for our residents. Yeah, and do you have uh, so? Will you be having more announcements to come on some of the uh, commercial, uh, retail things of that nature? Um, we, we talked about the mix of development coming to um, you know Canterbury Commons. What can what, what should we look forward to next? Well, uh, a great uh, question, Brian. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm fielding meet- meetings every week, and uh, I have a number of things uh, in the works right now. Nothing to to write home about, but uh, restaurants and uh, you know, bar and restaurants uh, certainly. Um, some culture creating type uses. I would call it the uh, entertainment um, uh, category. So I'm uh, excited to, about those in the in the near term. In the uh, maybe the medium term, I, I certainly uh, hope to see some um, uh, some hospital or some hotel, um, you know, at Canterbury, uh, some some newer hotels, perhaps something tethered to the grandstand, uh, perhaps something near the amphitheater. Um, uh, that is something that I, I certainly see. I also see other attractions, uh, entertainment attractions, and uh, when you. You know, I think that the amphitheater is really going to create some. Um, it's just, I think it's going to cre- open some doors that I didn't realize were were available to us. It's just, it's not your everyday development. With the, uh, you know, there's some great developments out there that are, you know, grocery anchored, and you know, those are uh, phenomenal developments. But I think in an entertainment centric, um, authentic uh, setting like Canterbury with the horse racing, I think there's some. Um, uh, we're, we're poised to really create a destination out here. Yeah, it sounds like there's certainly a lot's been done, but more to come too. So stay tuned. I know we 
about this time of year, we all start thinking about putting together our year-end lists of projects to watch. And I know Canterbury has made that list probably two or three years in a row and probably will again this year. So I'm um, looking forward to seeing what's next out there. Thanks um, should add, you know, uh, Brian, is, uh, I, I certainly hope to see um, some office out at Canterbury as well. Sure. One thing I'd be remiss to uh, is to, to sort of uh, accentuate or uh, to uh, describe the experience of talking with some developers and some users that are interested in in and doing something that they have a need for office, for example, and uh, and you know we tour them through the Greystone Construction Headquarters, our partner, and you know they have a party deck and they see you know there's a, a, a practice track with the horses uh, zip around the track in the morning and a very pleasant you know, serene setting, and then everybody gets it. So we've been fielding a number of meetings, uh, you know, kind of build the suit office uh, type meetings. So wanted to, uh, you know, highlight that and and uh, let your listeners and uh, readers know that, uh, you know, I, I, I'd encourage uh, them to pay me a visit and, you know, let them see if for themselves what's going on development-wise, especially in the office. Yeah, sounds good. Any other thoughts, Jason, before I let you go? Um, um, Well, I appreciate, uh, you know, uh, um, being able to talk about the Canterbury story. Um, It's really, uh, um, you know, it's a it's a continuing story. We have a a great support in our community and the city of Shakopee. And, uh, you know, I'm just a. Um, you know, a conduit here for uh, for for Canterbury, but I'm really excited to uh, you know visit with other uh, developers and uh, would encourage them to pay me a visit. Well, sounds good. Well, thanks, Jason. Appreciate your time. Good luck in your ongoing efforts out there, and uh, let's stay in touch. That sounds great, Brian. Thanks so much. Thank you. Take care. You too.